powered by Clear Vision Development Group. This is Better Than Before with Tony Richards, a business leaders podcast. Each week, we'll provide you with top business insights, fresh perspectives from world-class guests, and the tools you need to lead better than before. And now, here's your host, author and business coach, Tony Richards. Welcome again, everyone, to the program where we love that there will be an Indiana Jones movie number five. Today on the program, my guest is Misty Rose Gold, and she's going to be here to talk about how to maintain a good mindset if you're an entrepreneur. On my segment, I'm going to focus on the five mindsets that will limit your growth and how to recognize them and how to deal with them. That's all coming up today on Better Than Before, sponsored by University Subaru, homegrown and proud of it. There's nothing quite like the love of a good dog. At University Subaru, it seems to us they're all good. See special pet-friendly features in the new 2021 Subaru Outback and Forester. It's never been easier to hit the open road with your best friend and to keep them safe with Subaru all-wheel drive. Subaru is dog-tested and dog-approved. Love, it's what makes a Subaru a Subaru and a dog a dog. University Subaru, Columbia, homegrown and proud of it. Are you working twice as hard but enjoying fewer rewards? Maybe you're highly accomplished, but you just can't seem to break through and make the next big move. Or you run a business that has begun to grow stagnant. It doesn't have to stay that way. Even the best leaders have felt as if their careers were spiraling out of control, but that's when they had to lead and lead big. Tony Richard's new book, The Big Idea, 52 Ways to Be a Better Leader Now, will help launch you forward in leadership. Learn how to take charge and lead yourself, lead others, and lead your company. Purchase online today at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and our website, clearvisiondevelopment.com. Welcome back to Better Than Before. This is Tony Richards, and my special guest today is my dear friend, Misty Rose Gold. She's a lifetime entrepreneur and international success coach. She is dedicated to helping entrepreneurs, high-level leaders, executives, and those who are driven and passionate become unstoppable through mastering their stress, their emotions, and their mindset. Her techniques and methods are simple, yet powerful and proven to work. Misty, thanks so much for taking the time to do this. Of course. Thank you for having me. You bet. I enjoy being connected with you on Facebook. You and I did a interaction maybe almost a year ago now where you really helped me. And I thought I need to give Misty some exposure to all my people that listen to my show. So I'm glad you were able to be here today. And I want to talk to you a little bit about how you got started, what motivated you to get going and some of the things that you can help people with. So let's start at the beginning. What got you going as an entrepreneur? Interestingly enough, I was helping my grandmother with a yard sale at 10 years old. <laughs> so I was being a little sales girl and I ended up selling this gentleman something that wasn't for sale. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Grandma's looking around going, where's my so-and-so? And you're like, oh, sold. <laughs> 
Yeah, it was actually a rake on the wall. He was like, how much is that rake? I'm like, I'm not sure. How's $10 sound? And I said, grandma, grandma, I sold the rake for $10. Would you get it down for the guy? And she starts chuckling and says, well, that technically wasn't for sale, but since she sold it to you, I'll give it to you for $10. So my oh, grandma honored the sale, which yeah. was great. Grandmas are great that way. Yes, she was very supportive. So after it was all said and done, the guy told me, he says, one of these days, you're going to be a great entrepreneur. I'm 10 years old. I'm like, huh? <laughs> What's an entrepreneur? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he said, you're going to be a great businesswoman. And it lit me up. And I had been searching for a path of how do I become that? That guy planted the seed and that's all I needed. I became an entrepreneur that day. That's great. So what has caused you to keep moving forward? And every business owner, entrepreneur, leader, manager, they all face challenges. So what keeps you going? Certainly a greater purpose. Some of the stuff that I go through, some of the challenges that I allow myself to go through or put myself through, I wouldn't do it if it were just for me. Yeah. So what do you keep in mind? Who are you doing this for? At eight years old, I knew that I'm here to change the world. So the world is calling to me saying, help me, help me, help me. And I keep moving forward. I know the people that are out there who need my help. They're calling to me. So it pulls me forward. And some of the stuff that I go through in this journey and as an entrepreneur and a leader, People in their right mind wouldn't go through just because it has to be a part of a higher calling. It has to be connected to your soul somehow. Mm -hmm. And that's what it is for me. I'm like, I put myself through hell sometimes to keep going forward. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, we all have our own type of that, that we go uh -huh. through. But just to clarify, in what way are you trying to change the world? Making it so that everyone can find success on their terms in a way that aligns with their soul, with the deeper part of themselves, and in every single area of life. You've been doing this for quite a while now, starting when you sold the rake when you were a kid. <laughs> Correct. You've been moving along in this with different challenges and solving different problems. What do you think is the most important key to succeeding in business? Succeeding in business, I would say to learn how to master your stress, your emotions, and your mindset. Without those, you have nothing. And it's important to be a good leader that way so that people are attracted to you in that space. But also, it's longevity. If you're able to manage those three things, it creates longevity. It creates a lot of confidence in yourself to be able to keep going no matter what. And it creates a health in your body that gives you that confidence as well that says, I can depend on my body. Because if we're super stressed out, our body gets sick, right? So we can't depend on ourselves to keep going. And would you say that's the same for a leader too? I would say so for leadership. It's definitely important for people who are in leadership positions. I think it's even more important because I'm not attracted to somebody who's stressed out. Mm-hmm. I'm not attracted to somebody who's negative. I'm not attracted to somebody who's emotionally all over the place. So essentially, you're not attracted to chaos. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and so, honestly, I think most people aren't. Some people might be temporarily, but long term, we're not. 
So would it be accurate to say that a lot of your techniques and a lot of things you do to help business people and leaders is to resolve that chaos and achieve some kind of stability then? Oh, for sure. And let's find that stability in every area of your life, not just one, but every area. And most people may not understand that that's possible, that you can have that stability in each area of your life. So let me ask you this question. Have you ever encountered someone who is like, I don't know if they like it or not, but they're, let's use the word addicted. They're addicted to chaos. They're kind of addicted to stress. They're kind of addicted to turmoil. Have you encountered those people too? Oh, certainly. I've been working with a client who is addicted to suffering. Oh, Yes. And I finally got her to a place where she was able to see a different viewpoint that says, you know what, instead of looking at my past as suffering, let me look at it as preparation for something greater. And we finally broke through that barrier on Monday. (laughs) Oh, great. And are there Mm -hmm. things in common that drive people or cause people to be more comfortable with chaos than order? Something very common with people that I see that are stuck in that space would be that it comes from their history. So from their family, their lineage, it came from their parents, and then that came from their grandparents, and so on and so forth. What do you think, if you had to sum it up in a sentence or two, what's the best piece of advice you can give, especially people who are listening to this podcast episode right now, who might be saying, well, I think I might be one of those people that likes chaos, or I might be one of those people that's addicted to suffering. What piece of advice can you give them? That's a good question. First and foremost is to believe that you can overcome that. If you have a family history of suffering, if you have a family history of anger or alcoholism, whatever the case is, any form of chaos that you're addicted to that your family has passed on to you, you can certainly overcome that. That's the first step is believing that you have the power within you to overcome it. That's great. That's great. Tell me about the most interesting client. We want to keep it confidential, of course, and respect client confidentiality. But tell me about the most interesting client you've helped or just maybe most interesting problem or the client who had the most difficult case. To fairly answer that question, I think every single client is super interesting and they all have their difficulties. There isn't one person in particular who's jumping out at me. It's just everyone has their own journey. And I work with people for years sometimes, and sometimes I work with people for a short time. It really depends. So that's a hard question for me to answer. I can think in my mind of people that I've coached who had things like, well, I've not quite seen that before. Now, over the course of my entire coaching career, I've seen just about everything I'm thinking until something new comes along I hadn't seen. So that's what I'm saying is over the course of your time as a coach or as a helpful person working with these people, something that sticks out to you that was different or unusual or interesting. I really enjoy it when I'm working with a client and they have a breakthrough that is almost miraculous that strikes me as something that stands out. That's very interesting. And their entire existence can change overnight. And a lot of people think that, oh, it has to take a long time to achieve all these different levels of change and transformation. But that's not the case always. 
it can be very simple and it can happen very quickly in some ways. I'm not saying all parts of it happen quickly, Mm -hmm. but certain parts of it can happen quickly and so quickly that it can appear miraculous or it is miraculous to that person. That's great. You are certainly an encourager. You (laughs) have this way about you that causes people, I believe, I perceive, causes people to believe they can do anything. They can endure anything and they can conquer anything. And they can accomplish anything. (laughs) Yeah. Wonderful gift you have. Any last words of wisdom you can share with my folks? Find a bigger purpose. Find a bigger reason for whatever it is that you're doing. Whatever industry you're in, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're in corporate, no matter what it is that you're doing, find a bigger why, a bigger reason. Gotcha. It'll hold you to a higher standard. So it's really important that we hold ourselves to that higher standard. All right. Great. Thank you, Misty. I got a list of standard closing questions that I ask everybody who comes on the show. So I want to shoot these at you rapid fire. And the first thing that comes to mind, I want you to give your answer. You ready? Awesome. Bring it on. All right. What's the best memory that you have that immediately comes to mind for you? Mm, Best memory is when I became an international life coach And I found my vehicle for reaching the entire world. Who's the number one hero in your life? I would say myself. What's the top value you subscribe to? I always want to make sure to do what's right, even if it's difficult. Most important person in your life? That would be my higher power. (laughs) What's your favorite thing in the whole world? Changing lives. What's your favorite food? Salad. Most beautiful place you've ever visited? I'm bouncing back and forth between La Jolla Shores and San Diego and Israel. (laughs) If you could describe success in one word, what would the word be? Mm, Contentment. How do you want to be remembered? Living a life of integrity and love, unconditional love. If you could give some advice to a younger Misty and you could go back in time, Mm -hmm. what's the advice you would give her? Trust your internal guidance. What's your favorite sound? Silence. And the best lesson you've learned for yourself? Everything's going to be okay. I love that one. Misty Rose Gold, (laughs) everybody. So Misty, if people want to find out more about you or they want to get a hold of you so they can utilize your services to help them, what would be the best way they could do that? They can find me on my website, which is mistyrosegold.com. Okay, great. Well, Misty, listen, thanks for making time for this, and I appreciate you coming by today. Thank you very much for having me. I will have your business and leadership lesson coming up next on Better Than Before. There's nothing quite like the love of a good dog. At University Subaru, it seems to us they're all good. See special pet-friendly features in the new 2021 Subaru Outback and Forester. It's never been easier to hit the open road with your best friend and to keep them safe with Subaru all-wheel drive. Subaru is dog-tested and dog-approved. Love, it's what makes a Subaru a Subaru and a dog a dog. University Subaru, Columbia, homegrown and proud of it. Receive weekly coaching tips from Tony Richards, delivered straight to your inbox. Whether you're a CEO or an entrepreneur, Tony can help you reach your goals and give you a competitive edge within your industry. Tony's Monday Morning Coaching Memo covers topics ranging from leadership development to teamwork to company culture and more. 
text the word leadership to 38470 to sign up for Tony's Monday morning coaching memo or sign up online at clearvisiondevelopment.com. Welcome back, everyone. This is Tony Richards, and today I want to talk to you about five mindsets that will limit your growth. And what are we talking about when we talk about mindsets? We're talking about your paradigm, or simply put, it's the box you put yourself into. It guides everything. It feeds off your perceptions. It influences what you value and what you don't value. It reinforces your beliefs. And it doesn't really take the form of good or bad. It doesn't really take the form of right or wrong. Many times it takes the form of negative or positive, optimistic or pessimistic. Yeah, you fall into one or the other, positive or negative. You just might not be cognizant of the fact. But you should be aware that it not only determines your entire outlook on life and work and your career and everything regarding your life, it also talks to you in communication about how you handle situations and also on your relationships and the type of people you invite into and the kind of people you withhold from your life, work, and influence. Now, here's probably the most important thing, I think, about your mindset. You cannot expect positive outcomes when you have a negative mindset. It just won't happen. Whatever you believe and expect with emotion becomes your reality. And today I want to just point out five negative mindsets that I encounter in people I work with and I coach who definitely are trying to improve their mindset because they want to have better outcomes, better results, or be better leaders. Here's number one. This mindset says they need to change. You know, it's the famous they, 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 they need to change. I am just fine. Some people have the mindset that is always up to other people to make adjustments toward them. They have nothing to change. As a matter of fact, from their mindset, they are who they are and they don't see any need to change at all. This might be the toughest one to work with for me anyway, because only that person can change their mindset. You can't change it. I can't change it. As a matter of fact, if you've listened to this podcast or read my writings, you know, I constantly say, I don't have a magic wand. I can't just wave it over your head and change things about you. However, you can change me or anyone else cannot force anyone to change. You can only try to get them to see it for what it is, recognize it, become aware of it, and have a desire to change it. Because without doing that, they will more than likely not change. They'll just continue on the way they have been. Here's another one. Number two, I am going to ignore this feedback because they just don't understand me. Now, as a coach, I work really hard for it to be evident to the client that I do get them. I do understand them. I do know them. Ignoring feedback because you've determined that someone else doesn't understand you is still your problem. Perhaps communicating more clearly where you're coming from, your wants and needs, and maybe communicating your strengths and weaknesses as you see them 
I will agree that unsolicited feedback should be ignored. If someone's telling you something about yourself and you didn't ask for it, they just want to get you told off, throw that in the trash can. Some people just want to tell you what they think because it helps them. It doesn't help you at all. Now, on the other hand, you should not do that with your boss or someone in authority or me. If say you've hired me or someone else as a coach, because we're expecting you to respond in some way or change in some way, because after all, you're the one that started this whole thing, right? Not acting on the feedback at all usually leads to an ending of the relationship and no change, no improvement and continued frustration on your part. Number three, I am not going to change because that is just the way I am. Well, in this mindset, as you can imagine, we've entered full on victim land. We might as well shrug our shoulders and say, okay, well, it's not my fault or I can't help it or whatever. Look, we're human beings with the power of choice. Every choice has rewards and consequences with it, and we have to own the results because we made the choice, whatever those choices might be, right? A lack of change over a long period of time diminishes your relevance and your value as a leader. Number four, I want and need everyone to like me. This is a little bit different, not so much stubborn like the previous couple that I mentioned. This one is a deep psychological and emotional need that some people have. And when it gets to a certain point, it's just downright unhealthy. Now, these folks typically have a propensity to please people and they go overboard to avoid the pain of someone not getting along with them or thinking negative thoughts about them. They have a lower self-esteem typically that needs to be affirmed and stroked to a finite degree. If you don't carry around enough energy as a leader, well, these people will suck you dry and try to win you over. As George Costanza once said on the Seinfeld show, everyone must like me. Number five, I'm just going to wait for opportunity to come to me. I'm not going to go to it. Well, this negative mindset is driven by a lot of fear, the absence of energy directed toward movement and a goal, the fear of looking silly, the fear of looking stupid, the fear of being embarrassed, the fear of making a mistake, the fear of not doing something well. Look, when you first start trying to change, you're not going to do it well. It's going to be chaotic. It's going to be messy. The first time you ever tried to play golf, you weren't good. The first time you ever tried to play tennis, you weren't good. Even when you were a kid and you tried to write your name, it didn't look pretty. It wasn't good. Repetition builds up skills, whether they are physically, financially, emotionally, whatever. And if you want to get over this mindset, you're always going to have to be the first. If you're sitting in a group and they ask for volunteers, make it a habit to be the first one to shoot your hand up without knowing what's going to happen or what's going to be done or what's going to be required. Shoot your hand up right away. This is going to build your self-esteem that no matter what comes at me, I'm going to be fine. I'm going to handle it. I don't care what people think. I may look goofy. I may look silly. That's okay. I'm going to work my way through that. I mean, really, what's the worst that could possibly happen? Now, with this mindset, you might be thinking, oh, my God, the worst could possibly happen is everyone's going to laugh at me. 
oh my lord there are some people we used to call them the class clowns there are some people that live for everyone to laugh at them so it'll be fine it'll be cool put yourself in those situations try new things put yourself out there nothing really bad is going to happen okay but you're going to have to get over that if you want to improve this mindset so here's five mindsets that could potentially hold you back becoming a greater performer, getting better results, and becoming a better leader. Spend some time thinking about it. Spend some time journaling about it. Try to identify where you are. You may even be in one that I didn't list today, but knowing your mindset is the key to improved performance. Now that's our show today. I'm Tony Richards, and this is the Better Than Before podcast, which is sponsored by my friends at University Subaru. University Subaru homegrown and proud of it. You can follow me on Twitter at Tony Richards Four, and come over to my free Facebook page, Tony Richards Speaker, Author, Coach. You can join us. It's absolutely free. All you have to do is hit the like button and you can send me an invite. If you're more of a person who works through the professional LinkedIn kind of social network, send me an invite to get acquainted on LinkedIn. I'd love to have a relationship with you. Until we visit again, I want to remind you, special thanks as always to our producer, Tessa Hall. I'm Tony Richards, and don't you dare forget, everything gets better when you get better. Thank you for listening to Better Than Before with Tony Richards, a business leaders podcast powered by Clear Vision Development Group. For more resources from Tony, visit clearvisiondevelopment.com. Join us next time for another episode of Better Than Before with Tony Richards. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.